All right, y'all, we're going to go ahead and drop that music. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag CB99 Talks, episode 136. I'm alive. I'm live, just so y'all know. This ain't pre-recorded. I'm just getting on here to do this one. Been busy this week. And, um, yeah, finally getting around to jump on again. But, yeah, I want to I want to talk about a few different things, man. Um, you know, just playing matchmaker again. You know, we've been playing matchmaker with a lot of these fighters. And I'm just looking at the possibilities right now. I mean, I know we got some fights coming up this weekend. We're going to talk about them fights. You know, it's not like huge fights but we got like three wmma fights you know so you know it, it's something to watch can't complain right last weekend was on a, was you know it was it was on point you know last weekend was on point man we had plenty of action and that's what i want to talk about that's what i want to talk about still because i've been matching these fighters up and i'm i'm kind of wondering like what's next for most of these winners and even the losers even the losers from last weekend, you know, I know everybody's been talking about Grasso and Shevchenko, but uh, what's going on with these other fighters? You know, what's going on with these other fighters? Um, Because, yeah, I enjoyed all the fights last weekend, you know, for the most part. Everything was good up until, of course, the, the decision. But looking at these lower ranked fighters, the unranked ones, these unranked girls, I want to talk about Josephine Newton a little bit because I've been thinking about what's next for her because I I like her, you know, definitely, you know, she's a talent. I think, you know, she's got skills, but, you know, I know with the way some of these other girls fight and the way fans tend to gauge fights, you know, Josephine Newton, you know, she's going to have to, She's gonna have to deliver some finishes, you know. She's gonna have to deliver some, you know. And I think, yeah, I want to jump right in here because I was just watching some of their older fights. You know, Josephine's, you know, she's got skills. She dominated her opponent last weekend, but couldn't get the finish, you know, which she should have, right? She should have got the finish, but <clears throat> you know, moving forward, you know, she's gonna have to get a finish. You know, she got to get some finishes, you know, to really put herself on the main card. You know, that's how a lot of these other girls get on main cards is by, you know, knocking people out, submitting them. You know, you look at Aaron Blanchfield. Uh, you know, we could talk about certain things Aaron doesn't do, but, hey, that girl, you know, she headlined. She headlined on a UFC fight night card. She's in talks to fight for a title because, you know, every now and then, you know, she'll still get a stoppage, you know. So, um looking at who i like to see josephine newson fight next because i was like who should she fight next um i want to see this fight i had to put let me put these two yeah there we go i want to see josephine newson and victoria dudakova i know there's a lot of people high on dudakova that's why i was like you know what this would be a good fight i think this girl dudakova you know she would put it all on the line to push Josephine and vice versa, you know. Uh, I mean, jo Josephine, she's got the finishing power. You know, she's got the head kick and she's got the strength. And she somewhat got the ground game, but I guess sometimes like when she's on the ground, she's looking for more for control, even in the cage. But, you know, my main thing with it was, you know, trying to 
do too much cage wrestling and i'm like you smothering your you smothering your power you know so i think a fight with dude Kobe will be interesting man they're both seven and oh both of these girls are seven and oh uh dude Kobe's like 24 she's 27 and due to Kobe's last fight we couldn't really see much you know we really couldn't see much from her i mean she was getting her stand-up going but the way Estella Nunes fell, it didn't really give us too much of a, uh, you know, we couldn't really gauge it, you know. It, it just ended. It was like one of them freak accidents. You know, I mean, we see more Josephine Newsom, but I want to see her pushed against, you know, another hungry prospect. I know we be talking about no prospect versus prospect, but these two going to have to fight at some point. And I think for both of these girls, they, they – they could do it right now. You know, they could fight right now. Um, I think it would be good. I think it would be a good fight. Let me see. Dudakova at 7-0. You know, she's good on the ground. I, I wasn't really blown away by her, her contender series fight. But, she, you know, she won. Before that, you know, she's been getting more finishes than, than Newtson. So, yeah, that's that's the one thing I'm looking at here. You know, she's like, She's got that killer instinct. You know, she's a killer. And she's been working on her hands. You know, um, couldn't see much of it. But, you know, I've seen her working. You know, I've seen her training. And, you know, she's been putting it together. So both of these girls, undefeated prospects, one, I think, has the skills, fights a little bit more safety first. Then you got Dudakova, who's a little bit more of a finisher, who go after it. So I think that's the kind of matchup she needs. You know, somebody that's going to come after her. Um, and that's on her level because honestly, I don't want to see Yasmin Lucindo match back up with Dudakova. Not right now. <laughs> I think Lucindo's on a couple of levels higher. And to me, I think she's closer to being ranked right now. You know, Dudakova, Newton's more on the same level. Um, Lucindo, yeah, she just, she's kind of, to me, advancing a little bit faster than these girls. You know, she's couple years younger too you know she's just breaking 21 right so i think you know she needs to be um moved on to you know some of these other tests so that, that that's how i see it um what's up y'all robot chicken said jj got a stop in her last fight i don't see montana giving up oh y'all talking about that fight okay closeman said New newton would get submitted um it's possible but she's strong and she's got a good takedown defense it's it's very much possible I won't say she would, but it is possible. Like, I don't know the facts because it hasn't happened, <laughs> but it would definitely be a possibility because she's got that ground game. But if somebody's strong and they can they can uh, defend your takedowns and control you, you know, it'll be interesting. Um, but, yeah, that, 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 that that's definitely a fight I like to see Josephine Newsom and Victoria do the code. I want to see do the cover come back by the end of this year man because i don't think she um got a chance to really showcase herself you know that was two months ago dang it's been two months since you know she made her debut and you know that's it was only like a couple of seconds in the round you know so i'm sure she wants to get back in soon and i'm sure josephine would too you know josephine won her fight pretty easy so neither one's taking damage so why not right That'd be a good fight. All right. And the other fight from the past week, I'm kind of running through some of these, but I wanted to 
talk about this one here because, you know, Loopy just got ranked. You know, I, I find this, I find this kind of exciting for, I, I find this exciting for the division, you know, the strawweight division. And, and that's why I'm saying, like, going back to like Josephine, like, you got to be explosive in there. You know, sometimes, you know, you have to go in there and go after it. And even though Loopy kind of falls short in some of her fights, there's still like this explosive element where you want to tune in because there's a possibility she might finish somebody, you know? The way she's the way she's in there slamming these girls, the way she was picking up Elise Reed, the way she rocked Angela Hill, even though she lost that fight, you know, she still got like that power element. And, you know, Newsom's got the power to me. You know, she's got, like, the precision, you know, head kicks. She's got good straight punches, good body attack. So I think with her, it's just turning it on. So, you know, you got to be, like, find – you got to be, like, loopy. You know, at some point, these fighters got to find that balance, man. And, you know, I think um, I think that's going to be her – I think that's going to be her big thing is, you know, going to pull that trigger. But yeah, Loopy, man, like I said, she's one of these fighters, man, that to me is going to help spice up this strawweight division. I mean, am I lying? <laughs> am I lying right now? I mean, I know we've seen her lose a few fights in the past, but I think linking up with the right people and the team she's with, especially working with Grasso, I think it's rubbing off in the right way. You know, she got a big win. She got a big win, even though... Elise Reeves, I regard as a high opponent. I think Sam Hughes, of course, was a higher um, hold her in a high regard because she's already defeated Elise Reed before by finish, you know. But she still went in there and got the job done. You know, um, Loopy still went in there, got the job done, show, showcased some ground game again. We've been wanting to see that. Uh, Robot said he's a big supporter. Yeah, you know, I, I like her style. You know, I think she's, to me, I think Loopy's kind of like, more of an amped up version of Tisha. You know, she has a little bit more power than Tisha and she kind of goes after a, a little bit more. I think Tisha's a smarter fighter. I think she has a higher IQ, but I think Loopy's got more of that explosiveness. You know, I think she's got a little bit more of that explosiveness to her. But yeah, Loopy's in here now. You know, she's ranked, let me see, ranked number 14. You know, this is the first time in the rankings. And it seems like a long time coming for her because, you know, she's like nine fights deep in the UFC. You know, Loopy's nine fights deep in the UFC now, six and three. But I guess it's just kind of like the the timing of the fights. You know what I mean? Like she lost a couple, won a couple, lost one, finally went on a three-fight win streak. And as she went on this three-fight win streak, she kind of back in the mix, you know, that says okay she's better or, or you know she's doing better than some of these other fighters and you know she's a little bit more experienced than jillian so let's get her back in and now like she's on a better path well, i won't say more experienced than jillian robinson but she's on a better path with better wins at 115. so loopy coming in at 14 that's legit you know like i said it's about time we need somebody like we need somebody like her in there now you know with these other fighters already been there and done that um luana pinero's ranked number nine i mean i don't know how <laughs> you know coming off of the 
controversial win over Michelle Waters. I don't know how she got that high. I mean, like 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 we said, it's a popularity contest. Sometimes you know with the with the judges, not the judges, but you know the the media and the so called people that do the rankings. But um, I mean, Pinero's gonna be needed too. You know, she's she's adding she's adding some new blood to the division. Her Ricci and um, Loopy. But to me, honestly, even though Loopy's ranked the lowest, I don't know. Is it just me? I think Loopy tends to showcase a little bit more of like the well-rounded skill set to get closer to the belt. Yes or no? I mean, out of those three, out of those three, out of, Lupa, out of Luana Pinheiro and Tabitha Ricci and Loopy, I feel like Loopy is closer to being top, really top, top fit, 10 material top five, or I, I, I'd say she would actually be a contender before Pinheiro and Ricci, even though they're ranked higher. It's, I guess it's just really a game of chess with how the rankings play and who they fight at the time. You know, Ricci, she was able to get a win off of Pinay, whereas Lupi fought Pinay first and that was her first fight in the UFC and she lost close fight. I thought Loopy won, but that's just how it goes. So then, you know, Panera, she gets a controversial victory over Michelle Waterson. So, you know, I, they just got in at the right time. They just got in at the right time. But to me, I think Loopy, nine fights deep in the UFC, six and three, she's faced different looks. And she's improved a little bit more than those two. So I can see her, even though she's number 14, I see Loopy surpassing them at some point. I mean, people are going to disagree because people out there simping for Pinero. I mean, Pinero's a good fighter. I'm just saying, like, people are going to say I'm wrong here. But, hey, Ricci, you know, she's decent. But I think Loopy, even though she just got in the rankings before, after them, just got into the rankings after them, I think she might surpass them because she's been low-key working. That's just me. That's just how I see it. But in order to do that, I think she got to be matched up right. And I think this is the fight she needs to be in next. She just fought last weekend, and these two are fighting this weekend. This is a good fight for Lupe. Fighting the, fighting the winner of Marina Rodriguez, Michelle Waters. Because Marina is eight right now, and Michelle is 12. So Marina wins that fight. I don't know if she moves up, but if Michelle wins that fight, she takes eight spot. So for Loopy, that's good chess playing if she calls the winner out because then she could get that eight spot or seven spot, however they move it. But that's what I think, man. I think she's ready now for one of these fighters. After nine fights in, I mean, how, how is she going to test yourself? You know, how else are you going to test yourself at this point? These are the names you need. You know, you need somebody that fought Carlos Sparza before, somebody that fought Tisha Torres, somebody that fought Rose Namunis before, somebody that fought Joanna before. You know, you got to be in these fights with these girls that fought the veterans and fought the best. You know, so you got to test yourself. I think Lupe moving forward needs to really push that explosiveness part over because right now I think her explosiveness will help get her through a lot of these girls in the rankings. Like when you get to the closer to the top, yeah, you're going to deal with harder punches, but somewhere here in the middle, 
you know, I, I rock with Marina definitely. You know, she's one of my favorites, but Loopy's approach against like a Marina Rodriguez would have to be totally ground oriented. You know what I mean? She would have to be ground oriented. I mean, she could box a little bit with Marina, I believe. She got to close distance and throw quick. But I think with what Loopy has now, she got to start showcasing that explosiveness like Wei Lee did when she was on the come up. And Loopy ain't too far off. I mean, you know, Loopy getting with the right people, you would see her. I mean, look at she she picking up and slamming girls right now. I mean, she been doing that. You know, so Loopy is a strong fighter. People forget because he's kind of neglected the ground game and the wrestling for a while. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, Loopy needs to keep using her wrestling. Yeah, because that's like the attractive part of watching her. You know, she's picked, she's like another Andrade, too, you know. You know, another Andrade, you know, quick hands like Tisha a little bit, but more power. Um, explosive like Andrade, she can pick these girls up. So I think it's important that she starts using these these uh these explosive elements that she has. Yeah, easy. Um, I can see her being top five, but yeah, ch champion, not right now. Not with what we're looking at right now. I mean, if if the girls like Carla's gone and uh Whaley moves up to 125 or something like that, and she happens to get past like Lamos or like a Yan Janon, yeah, I'm sure she could get it. But with what we're looking at right now, she could get the top 10 or top five, man. She definitely. I just think that, you know, it's time to test her skills against these girls. And she's, she's got the skills to beat these two right here. You know, um, anything happened in fights. Uh, I think when she puts it together, you know, it's Mike Michelle Waterson. I think at this point she's a little bit fresher, stronger, even on the ground. I think she could be a problem. But I think Marina would be a style matchup where it would give her problems if Marina drags it out. Marina picks her apart a little bit, you know, if she's throwing more hands and using and if Marina's takedown defense has improved, which we'll see after this fight. But that's a legit fight for uh, Loopy, I think, the winner of this fight coming up because it could happen early next year. Same turnaround time. Um, um, Let me see. Loopy versus Ricci or Pinheiro. I think those fights can be avoided right now because we're going to see all of them get to the top don't want to make match those prospects up because maybe she could take on one of them later but yeah loopy versus verna jenderoba too man like if verna jenderoba is healed up or that might be too big of a jump right now no no i think verna jenderoba might be too big of a jump for loopy right now i think one of these names is is on point if the matchup with the winner or the loser preferably the winner of this fight i think so yeah that's why i think about what's next for loopy at this point oh man look at it now i want to jump to some flyweight talk man because i was matching these fighters up too man i was just thinking like really man at flyweight at the top it can go either way but somebody i can't remember who it was man shout out to somebody in the chat they're, they'll know we'll know it was a comment somebody commented on a video and they said that um that was in the chat it was in the chat of a live stream but i agree too man even though jasmine lost last week i was already imagining like who can jasmine fight next week with her dirty self <laughs> who can jasmine jazzy vicious fight next week with her gritty 
dirty self fight dirty fighting self man um her and tracy put on a good fight i gotta watch that fight again though i watched it again too and i want to watch it again i thought they put on a good performance um oh coach from said loopy versus denise gomes one day Ooh, somebody getting knocked out somebody getting knocked out in that fight that's a good matchup though if denise gomes beats angela hill then that might be the one to make when does denise gomes angela hill fight next month i think so right yeah all right so yeah tracy and jasmine that fight was so good to me that i was already matching both of them up you know how we usually match up the winners i was trying to match both of them up man i said what what what's tracy gonna do but i want to see what jasmine gonna do because you know jasmine this girl right here she her skill set's not like the greatest on the feet but it's the fact that she just keeps on coming and you know she's such a you know gritty fighter dirty fighter in there you know you got to see how people react to it when they fight her you know she's pulling your hair rubbing your eyes and um when i was thinking about it i said okay maybe she should fight somebody in montana or jj or melissa gato but um then somebody in the chat they said what about priscilla cachoeira and i was like man that's the fight right there i said that's the fight right there they need to make that type of fight right there man because you got the two two of the dirtiest flyweights in the division two two of the dirtiest fighters two of the most exciting fighters two of the exciting fighters i won't say the most exciting but two of the exciting dirty fighters in the division that you match these two up oh it's going it's it's going down we're going to see how how well jasmine can really take a punch we'll see how good that chin really is against catch because we know as soon as these two meet and they lock somebody will get to swinging and somebody's going to be taking punches on both sides so i want to see how jasmine reacts to a punch from pistol catch where i mean first reaction i know if she survives it is to take catch where down and i think that's where we kind of know where the fight might change pace you know it all depends if ja jasmine wants to show heart and continue standing and want to bang but we know if that punching power is nuts and, and she got that reaction to it she gonna want to go to the ground she gonna go straight to the ground marcus bell said i think jasmine is crazy enough to strike with catch where she is i believe she is but if that shot hits that chin and that body started to buckle she gonna she gonna go for a takedown i know it she will go straight for a takedown and that's where jasmine wins the fight like on the feet it could go more catch aware's way if she knocks her out or both ways but jasmine you know she's she's big she's strong she's like a wall she could take it down to the ground so yeah i, I think that's a good fight I think that's a good matchup for these two. You know, Jasmine just got knocked out of the rankings. And if she want to keep this exciting momentum going, I think that's a good matchup. Because now, you know, with JJ and Montana possibly being matched up now, I think that that fight makes more sense. Montana and JJ, you know, give 
Jasmine, somebody like Catchaware, she ain't got no problem. Please don't do nothing like Jasmine versus Luana Carolina. Look, ain't no knock Luana Carolina. I'm just saying, hey, shout out to Luana Carolina. She just beat the newcomer Petrovic. You know, she just beat Petrovic. So I'm doing this for, I'm doing this for some excitement, man. <laughs> you know, I, I want to see catch. They, they better not do something crazy like that. I want to see catch aware versus Jasmine. You know, don't 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 throw Jasmine Luana Carolina. They need to make this fight because yeah, we're gonna see which how tough that chin is and. If she can keep coming, I believe she can, though. I believe Jasmine can. And like I said, as strong as she is, and as big as Catchaware is, she's not that, like, she's just not that, like, she doesn't have that low center of gravity. She just doesn't have that ground, that that sense of, like, foundation. Like, Catchaware, she can be taken down easy, man. Like, power upstairs, but she just don't have great takedown defense, you know, so... Jasmine, she's all around stronger, I think. Power is catch wear, but all around stronger and just, I think, even better fundamentals, I think, is Jasmine. But I think it'll be interesting, though. I think it'll be interesting. You know? But, yeah, going to Tracy Cortez, man. Um, With Tracy Cortez in here at number 12, she said she's ready for to go on that title run. So, hey. We can't knock the girl, you know, for for one to get back into the mix. She's been out for over a year. She got a good win. That win pushed up two places. So she she looking for something that's gonna get her closer to the top five. And I I ain't I ain't mad at that, you know, because Tracy Cortez is already on like a good win streak now. You know, she's already on a good what eleven fight win streak. So it's time to make it. It's time to make it happen because you know. Injuries happen, and you might be out for another year. You know, some might go wrong. Pressure. You know, we don't just factor in physical injuries, but mental health things. Now, you know, a lot of people take time out because of mental health. That's a, that that is a big thing. You know, so with what she's riding now at eleven fights in a row, I think it's time for her to get a top eight. Cause let's see, she's won. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, she's five and zero in the UFC now. She's five and zero in the UFC. So, yeah, Tracy Cortez and Lauren Murphy. You know, let her go ahead and get that spot. It's time to weed weed some veterans out, man. So Lauren Murphy versus Tracy Cortez, man. You know, make that happen. Or I would say Macy Barber, but. I don't want to knock that new blood out the way. You know, I think that wouldn't solve much or it wouldn't get rid of much. Like it would get rid of one of our potentials. If you make Macy and Tracy fight, that's crazy. You got Macy, Tracy, and Casey. That just hit me. Macy, Tracy, Casey. Anyways, they all, you know what I mean? They all rhyme. Macy, Tracy, Casey. Tracy, Versus Macy, though, yeah, it wouldn't really make any sense because I think both of them have that potential. So I think she needs to fight Lauren. Lauren or Chikagan at number five. Chikagan might be a little too high for her. Lauren, I think, is legit. I would make a good fight. 
Lauren's big. She's strong. I think their boxing would be interesting because Lauren's boxing is is solid. I think her boxing is good. She just don't have great defense. Same for Tracy. Tracy is improving in her boxing, still lacking defense. So I want to see who makes adjustments in that fight, who makes the right adjustment in that fight, who's still hungry, and who's really hungry. All right. Uh, close from said, who do you think Lucindo should fight next? Um, who should Lucindo fight next? Well, her and Sam had to pull out. Maybe they could fight. I don't think her and no, not not her and Loopy, because Loopy's already ranked. Loopy needs to shoot higher now at this point. Loopy got too much to lose trying to fight Yasmin Lucindo. Nah, she got to shoot higher than that now. BJ, what's up? He said Aldridge versus De La Rosa. Yeah, man. That's what we've been asking for. We mean you've been talking about that on the low, man. <laughs> that's a that's a good fight. You know, I'm rocking with JJ Aldridge, BJ. I know you're rocking Montana, but hey, hey, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, Tracy and Lauren makes sense. You know, new head versus the veteran. Uh, I think Tracy's got what, what she needs to win that fight. Her and Lauren, I won't say they have similar styles but they do some of the same things i think tracy's just a little bit more um a little bit educated with it i'm not saying lauren's like not a smart fighter man because she is but i think sometimes like cavillo once says she's a little mechanical you can kind of predict things but i think t i think cortez is a little bit smarter right now i think she's making the right adjustments to win fights you know and I think with her hand game, how it's improving, she she could win that fight against Lauren Murphy. That's just my opinion, though. Um, yeah, uh, from here, yeah, that's a good fight. And Macy Barber, you know, she's need to fight somebody like Caitlin or, or Tyler Santos to get her close to the top five. Because BJ said Macy deserves the top five. And I can't knock that. She's on a nice win streak, too. All these girls are Aaron six and zero, Manon six and zero, Cortez five and zero, Macy five and zero. What's keeping these two from getting the top five? Nothing, right? It's just make it happen. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, BJ, yeah, that's fake news. We ain't even going to acknowledge that because that we know that ain't even in the works <laughs> until they say it. I I ain't heard nothing about it. I mean, I heard JJ. Montana, Montana versus Agapova, all of that, but I ain't heard not one word about that. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so Tracy versus Lauren, that's a good fight. Caitlin and Rose, I'm not necessarily saying that they need to fight, but they fit somewhere in the mix. They fit somewhere in the mix. Caitlin Chikagan is back in the training. She needs a name. She's top five. Can't hold up the top five spot unless you want to get another title shot or unless you stopping some of these other girls from coming up. So I think Caitlin Chikagan, you know, she's kind of like, she's open to any fight to me. You know, she'll fight anybody, and I believe she matches up well with anybody because she's a good test for anybody. Not necessarily Rose. I just put her here because I think Rose also needs a matchup. Rose is no longer match. Rose is no longer ranked at 115. So Rose is continuing her straw weight or her Rose is continuing her flyweight run now. So, you know, 
Rose is in this mix too. So it's not really a top 15. It's almost a 16 because you got to include her because, you know, they're going to give Rose a higher fighter. You know, Rose ain't going to fight an unranked fighter at this point. So it's 16 fighters. In. So Rose, you know, she's going to be in that mix somewhere. And I think if she could fight a Lauren. You know, Rose is on use against Lauren Murphy. Let's see if she can fight somebody that big and, and handle somebody that could take her punching power, I believe. You know, um, Caitlin Keg, you know, somebody that's going to stand and box a little bit. Somebody that's kind of awkward. You know, I don't think Rose ever really fought another awkward striker like that. You know, Joanna is more chaotic, but she's not really awkward like Caitlin Chikeg. And so that's a name. If, if Rose thinks she's still title shot worthy, go through Kate, go through Tyler Santos first. You know, how would I mean, how fun would that fight be? Tyler Santos versus Rose, right? Or Macy Barber versus Rose, you know? So there's just a lot of good matchups that can be made right now. And I think that wherever Rose stands and where Caitlin Chikagan is right now, they can pretty much fight anybody. I think they match up. Well, I think Tracy, her next step should be like a Lauren though, to me, because that would be the position that seems more logical to get her in and fight somebody that's big and strong. Uh, Bluebird said, Lauren's big head would just laugh at Rose's punches. <laughs> He's a big head. Murphy would just laugh at Rose's punches. Right. But that's just, that's the seed because to me, Rose has to fight down a little bit. You know, Rose has got to fight down off of that Manon fight. You know, she says that she's small enough or, or no, she says that she's big enough. But to me, yeah, okay, you can put the weight on, but you have to fill out in the division. And I'm sure one of them burner accounts is going to come on here and start talking junk and disagreeing, but I'm just speaking facts, you know? Yeah. Rose, you can be 125 all day. You can show up at 125 for Manon for sure. But who's to say you don't have to grow into the division. Who says you don't have to fill in. That's why it didn't work out against Manon. That's why it didn't work out. Aside from the dislocated finger, but still that's why I think, you know, Alex Grasso had to fill out into the division. So it's only right Rose fights somebody like Lauren or Chikagan. Whoever can get to him first, that makes sense. Rose versus Jennifer Maya, Viviana Rujo winner. BJ said Jennifer Maya would handle Tracy, though. I don't know, man. Tracy Cortez, her top control and her wrestling, I keep saying it's strong, man. She's strong. She's really strong like that. So I think she would have some problems there. But, yeah, man, I think there's a lot of good matches right here. I think Tracy, she can fight Lauren, Chikagan, Rose could fight Tyler, Chikagan, Murphy. It's, it all depends on who wants to get back in there as soon as possible. You know, I don't know how soon Rose wants to get in there now. I know she wants to try for flyweight, uh, you know, a, a title shot at flyweight. But how active does she want to be? That's the question we always ask with Rose. How active do you want to be? You know, and when is Chikagan coming back next year? end of this year but i think pretty much all these fights they'll probably happen beginning of next year now most these fight cards are being wrapped up now i think at most casey o'neill is coming back in december right and you know montana and jj about to fight so at least those are good yeah bj said montana and jj are training partners no excuse yeah make it happen and i think the ufc they ain't having it either like okay edgar had to pull out 
Agapo had to pull out. Yo, JJ, I don't care if y'all train together. Get in here and make this thing happen. You know? Oh, yeah. Easy said this before we jump on. Did you hear about Jessica Rose Clark going to Muay Thai and boxing? He said, rest in peace. She better not try to go over to 1FC. Those Thai girls will murder her. I think she's starting off on a lower level. I think she really wants to box. She wants to try the pro boxing thing. I think that would be safer for her. You know, she box. you know, using more boxing in, in, in a lot of her UFC fights. She's got a good chin, but, yeah, Muay Thai is very dangerous, you know. And she knows that, but I'm just saying, like, it just seems so dangerous for her to jump right in there. Uh, takedowns can't save you like that in there. But boxing, I think, yeah, she would do that. Bare knuckle boxing. She called out Paige Van Zandt to a rematch for bare knuckle boxing. So I'm sure, you know, she's trying to get that cheese. Get that cheese. Darby said, hey, I finally made one. Kept missing the show. Uh, good to have you back, man. Yeah, I would see you every now and then. So I'd be like, you must be missing them. But I don't think notifications go out like that. So it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, what y'all think, man? Um, Who y'all want to see... While I'm jumping on, who do y'all want to see Tracy fight? Who y'all want to see Tracy Cortez fight? Who y'all want to see Rose fight? Chicago, who y'all want to see her fight before we jump on here? Easy said, but no one in there need to be trying to fight right now. UFC is going to screw one of them. They need to control this situation. They need to get on the phone. I'm sure they're they trying to make something happen. I'm sure they are trying to make something happen. I mean, they're doing what they they're doing only what they can do because Every time a known calls her out, Aaron says, I'll fight you. A little way back, whenever Aaron first beat Andrade, Manon said that wasn't impressive. And she said, well, I'll fight you. Manon said, I want to fight main event in Paris. She was like, hey, Aaron said, I'll fight you. And then Manon, you know, said, hey, um, that last performance wasn't impressive. Aaron said again, hey, I'll fight you. You know, hey, I'll beat you up if I have to get to a title shot. You know, so... I think, and with Dana White saying the fight makes sense, I think it's pretty much a given now that that's the fight to lock in, right? That's the fight to lock in. Walter Bell said Rose probably doesn't have to fight down. She's a better draw. The UFC is all about money. Well, that's the thing. She probably doesn't have, no, no, she has to. It doesn't really have to come, it doesn't have it doesn't come down to her money and what what draws she is. It comes down to preparing you for the bigger fight, and you feeling out in the division. You know, preparing you to take on a bigger, stronger opponent. So fighting down would be wise to get stronger and to grow into the division. But yeah, it doesn't really have anything to do with the draw in that situation. I think she would have to fight somebody that would get her closer to a title. If you're going to skip out on her filling out and her weight, Paul Viverit, Viverit, what's up? He said, wouldn't Rose versus Natalia be fun to watch? Now, that would be a fun fight. Now, if they want to go all out and give her, make her fight down, I mean, she ain't ranked. She could fight the number 13. And at that, that fight right there would be exciting. But, but again, that would be too much risk for Rose getting beat by the number 13, who's looking really good right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know that would be crazy. That would put her out out of business, I think. But it would be good. It'd be interesting. 
uh, Bluebird Seminole hasn't fin- had any finishes against ranked competition. No, she hasn't. I mean, as the competition gets higher, you don't really get that many finishes, you know. You don't get finishes, you know, depending on how your style is. Um, I think she could have finished Chikagan, and I think she could have finished Rose. Jennifer Maya is a tough one, though. I, I don't think she could have finished her like that, but those are two names she could have finished. But I think that, um, yeah, I think that, um, yeah, that's just how it is sometimes. I, I still think that she deserves a shot. Um, because even Grasso, you know, she got a finish on her way up against JoJo, and I think that's against a little lesser competition. But even before that, she wasn't really finishing a lot of people. I'm sure if they gave me known JoJo that time, she would have finished her. So it came down to who she was fighting too. You know, she's fighting girls that are tough to tough to finish. That's what I think. Um, Robot chicks, I think Tracy Cortez might get low key have might low key have power. The shot she hit Jazzy with would make Ebos do the Humpty Dance like Valentina. Ooh. I mean, you ain't lying. Her punches were on point. Even that step back left hook, there was a lot of power in that shot. Uh, Jasmine just got a chin like that. Jasmine just has a chin like that. But overall, yeah, I think them shots would have not. they probably not Ebos. I think she would knock Macy Barber down one of them shots. I'm not saying she would win. I'm not saying she'd knock her out. I'm just saying she would put certain girls down maybe on the seat of their pants with a punch like that easy said they want rose in the rankings though yeah they want her in the rankings but you know to get in the rankings you got to fight somebody and beat them uh bluebird said i know uh Manon has been fighting higher competition but right now she seems more like an athletic version of chicagan yeah which ain't a bad thing to me i mean you know chicagan she was beating a lot of fighters by decision you know she's even when she just first came into the ufc she was beating a lot of fighters by 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 decision you know but i think she has a little bit more power on her punches and she's not just athletic but she actually is stronger you know so i think that um yeah i think i still think with what she's bringing to the table she can still win and she still deserves a shot you know Natalia versus Chikagan, that's a good fight. That's a good fight, too. Oh, Robot Chicken said messed up. Okay, I got you. Robot Chicken said Luana should fight. No, Rose should fight Luana Carolina. Oh, please don't do that. That'll be Rose versus, I don't know which would be worse, that or Rose or Carlos Spars after that, after that, <laughs> at that point. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, matchmaking is crazy, man. I mean, right now it can go either way with a lot of these girls. I think all of them are talented. All of them are hungry. So we'll see how it plays out. But um, what do y'all think about – what was I going to say about um, Rose and – well, it'll come back to me. Forget it. But anyway – Let's talk about this one last time. My final, final thoughts on this rematch. And I don't mean like we can't talk about the fight anymore. I just mean my final, final thoughts on the decision of Grasso Shevchenko too. I mean, at this point, because the other day my little live I was doing, I had to leave real quick, but I didn't finish what I was saying. But as far as how Grasso Shevchenko 2 goes at this point, um, 
I think we all were blessed with a good fight. You know, I know how much the decision pisses a lot of people off and we know how the judges are. But to me, you know, it was a great fight. I watched it again. I watched it again and again, you know. But um, when it comes down to that draw, we all know it's a money thing. The The, the draw itself was a bad thing because the way the, the judge set it up, right, I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious how it was set up because out of all rounds, why was this round a 10-8 round, right? Why was the fifth round a 10-8 round and why was not the – why was the why was the um second round not considered a 10-8 round? Huh? You know, so I'm like, come on. That's the whole thing on that side, right? But on the other side, the draw kind of sets up a situation where it's gonna bring in more fans. And, you know, at this point, you know, Valentina doesn't really seem to be. She doesn't really seem to be like upset, upset about it. You know, a lot of analysts out there, they talk about the fight. And they all say that, oh, Valentina won the fight. This fight wasn't this round wasn't the 10-8, so and so. So I think it's just another one of the things in history books where we got somebody in the bag and making a stupid mistake. And. It's going to keep happening unless they change up the scoring criteria or they put in more qualified people as judges. And that's something we've been talking about for years over here. Right. So keep expecting it to happen. But at the same time, I think it was a good thing the draw happened because maybe it'll open Valentina's eyes, too, as well. Like like I always say, you got four opponents, fighters like Valentina, they got four opponents. They got their opponent in the cage, and they got them three knuckleheads sitting cage side that never threw a punch before or a kick before. For the most part, for the most part, I'm not saying all of them. Maybe some of them have, maybe some of them haven't. But every now and then, there's a few of them judges that don't know how to score certain things. So, you know, Valentina moving forward in the future, you know, she's going to have to fight to beat all four of them opponents you know she's got to fight to convince and just shut that book she just got to shut that book you know you you got you got to fight to finish you got to fight to dominate every round you know you got to spend round after round doing something and staying busy not just textbook ground control not just textbook striking and winning the striking battle off of significant strikes you know you got to be hitting to damage with every blow now you know every punch has to count to knock knock somebody out or you just have to be in in that position where you're not taking licks as well you know so i think there's always some good that can come out of you know at least she didn't get dealt another loss right so i think there's always some good that comes out of it like yeah the draw is bad the draw is bad, but as far as what the, what the fight did, it brought in millions of fans. Um, it, it it gets Valentina back in a quick position to possibly get a title shot, which I'm talking about here in a minute. Um, if she if she's going for it right away, and also that element of you know making her say, okay, 
we have all the tools, but how do we win this fight for sure? Well, we got to train to fight four people now. We got to train to fight those four people. And you can't, you can't leave it in the hands of the judges if you're Valentina. You know, you can have the most skills in the world, best skills in the world, be the best, considered the best fighter in the division. But they're always going to look for a way to rob you. They used to do that to Floyd. You know, they used to do that to Floyd Mayweather. Like, he, he went in here and beat Oscar De La Hoya. Competitive fight, but he won. And they almost gave it to Oscar De La Hoya just because he's the money draw or so-called money draw. Same with Canelo. You know, he schools Canelo and one judge wants to give Canelo the fight. So it's like, yeah, you have to be prepared for that. Um, they couldn't fully take it from Floyd in the fights because he was always one step ahead. And, you know, um, Valentina in this fight, she just having trouble with Grasso. You know, she had trouble getting away from punches. So she's still in there getting hit and getting put in trouble, you know, getting put in chokes, getting knocked down a couple of times. So there's still going to be that strong argument where they can say, oh, man, well, I could change this up and won't nobody notice. And at the same time, it wasn't that strong enough where an investigation didn't happen. So there was still some fault on Valentina's side. Me as a trainer, I would be like, you know what, Val? You know, maybe we should have went after it here. Right? Maybe we shouldn't have made a stupid mistake and tried to go for a head arm throw. Even though she did it twice in this fight. Like, honestly, again, I think Valentina won. But, dude, you want to hear honest opinion? No, like, I think Valentina put herself in more danger than she should have been. She put herself in more danger than she should have been. Like a couple of times when she would throw a couple of strikes, she would stay in that pocket too long. Whether you say the knockdown was off balance, it was a legit knockdown because the punch put her down. She rolled and got back up, but it was a knockdown staying in that pocket too long. But even when she was picking Grasso apart a couple of times, she said, oh, I'm going for a takedown. She did that in um, one of the mid rounds. And it didn't go in her favor. It put it more in, um, oh, you know, when the knees came in, right? When the knees came in, she started getting knee in the head. She put herself in that position. Um, the fifth round, picking her apart, busting her up a little bit, head and arm throw. Why now? <laughs> then you give, you give the judges a chance to find some way to score it for Grasso. So, yeah. Yeah, I think she won the fight. I think Valentina won the fight. But, again, there are some things that are just open to a different set of eyes that make people think, oh, no, she lost. Grass or one. So, yeah, the draw opens up your eyes a lot. You know, when the fight was good, you can learn a lot from the fight, but you can learn a lot from why certain things are scored that way because it's going to make you look at it in a different way. Like if it was giving a win towards Grass, so we'll say Val should have did this, should have done that. But with it being a draw now, it makes you say, okay, well, Neither one really dominated or took over in this fight. What are they battling here? You battling your opponent and the judges. Right? Um, Easy said, I got a small bone to pick. He said, you didn't have to put that pick of a no hit and rose in the face in that thumbnail of your last video. Did I do that? I mean, I was just putting up a picture. I didn't think that hard on it. I just put up the picture, Easy. What you talking about? I just put up the picture, man. That's all. Easy also 
said, would you agree that Grasso needs to work on that not overextending? She gave Valentina a lot of easy takedowns because of, because of that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that overextending, I seen it in the first fight too. You know, she would do that even when she was out of range. And, you know, Valentina was, Valentina was range. She was keeping range well in this fight. People weren't giving her enough credit for that. Valentina, her distance managing this fight was on point to me. You know, outside her making them bad mistakes, shooting in for takedowns, she would jab, step out of range. Boom, boom, one, two, step out of range. Kind of bait, then boom, grass will step in, out, out of range. She got hit a couple of times, she stayed in the pocket, but as far as like the outside game, Valentina was winning the outside game. And you could see, like when Val would take that little step back, Grasso would overextend, even in the first fight. You know, she would reach out. And imagine, you know, if Val was lining up one of them head kicks. You know, imagine she she started training to line up some head kicks. And I was like, oh, Grasso would have got knocked out. But for the most part, you know, Grasso still got that number with that southpaw style. That, that, that right jab is still a problem for uh, Valentina. Like, Valentina should be trained with more boxers, you know, more southpaws. The more 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 boxers, not just kickboxers, but like boxers, boxer boxers. Um, FC, what's up? He said, I think so lowly that at least in the near future, but divisions are dynamic. We'll see further in the future. What's going on? FC, he said, Hi, all what division do you think has more promising and appealing future fights? 125 or 115? Why regards? Uh, FC, I'll say 125 right now because 115. Don't get me wrong. It's a great division. But 115, a lot of those fights already happened now. You know, Carla fought everybody. Marina fought everybody. Whaley's fought a lot of fighters. Andras fought everybody. You got newcomers like Verna and McKenzie on the way up. It's, it's about the – it's going through a transition. It's about to re-up. But as far as, like, great fights happening now, it's flyweight. It's, it's the most promising and appealing because you got strawweights moving up the flyweight. You know what I mean? You got Rose moving up. At one point, you had Andrade moving up. You had Ebos move up. Um, then you got the girls at the top right now. The Aarons, the Nones, the Tylers, Natalia Silva, Kareem Silva. Valentina's still in the mix, you know? So, and she's meeting her match now, you know? So, yeah, appeal of matches all around from the bottom up is 125. 125 for sure. Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, Gene Tidwell said, combo, Valentina has improved gra- figure Grasso out. She's going to take it back in the third. Hopefully she hit, she heals up ASAP. Yeah, um, I think there came a point in this fight where they both figured each other out. Val, more so for the best, you know, when she started figuring out that, figuring out that range. But I hate when she goes for takedowns that aren't necessary. Stop trying to go for takedowns. You know, stop going for those takedowns. Yeah, so I'm speaking on now, Robot Chickens. No, she did figure out in some parts, but she made those stupid mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, she made those mistakes. Like, she figured out the range. You know, she figured out the range. That's why she was winning the stand-up battle. But when she said, oh, I'm going for a takedown now, Grassel was open to get her down and make her look bad in the points. You know, so she had something going for her. But it was all about making them little mistakes and staying committed to it. And I was surprised seeing that from Valentina at that point. Like, 
why are we shooting for takedowns? Why are we showing these takedowns aggressive? It's supposed to be a little bit more, you know, unpredictable here. Walter Bell said we got 20 people watching, only 12 likes. Yeah, hit the like button. Appreciate that, Walter Bell. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, Grasso Valentina, you know, like I said, I'm I'm a little still a little disappointed in how it played out with the draw, but I think a lot of other things still came good out of the fight. You know, a lot, a lot of new viewers. Uh, the division still exciting. I mean, worst part is probably Valentina dislocating her thumb. You know, yeah, that sucks. But like Dana said, after about three months, she should be recovered and going back into uh, striking again. But with that, uh, you know, Val also said she she's open to stepping back Val says she's open to stepping back right now and saying okay let these uh other girls get it more specifically she said Aaron you know Val actually feels like Aaron's ready now um it's crazy too because you know there was a time when Aaron was down below in the rank and you know Valentina's like ah, she ain't ready yet you know she need to work her way up but props to Aaron you know props to Valentina for showing respect to Aaron at this point you know, she said both of them, but she clearly, she clearly called out Aaron as the one. Because there was a time when Valentina said, I want to fight, but no. But now I guess she sees something a little bit more worth of praising in, in, in Aaron. You know, you know, that's her point of view. That's that's Valentina's point of view. She feels like Aaron is legit now. And that's respect. That's respect. She's like, hey, if I'm still healing up, I'm not going to hold up the division. Let Grasso and Aaron fight. She said, like one of the other girls, Aaron and Manon fight. But she said, I like, you know, I think Grasso would, I think Grasso versus Aaron would be the legit fight to make, you know? So that's humble on um, Valentina's part. But uh, yeah, yeah, Aaron, you know, like I said, even one of them can get this fight right now. I just think with Manon, with age not being on her side at this point, being a little bit older, I would say her and I think her resume is legit outside of not finishing people at the top you know the the wins are still legit they're, they're still legit to me but let's say grasso and aaron do fight because val might need some extra time because val said hey i'm still fighting i'm not going anywhere she's still here um if grasso and aaron fight you know aaron's got a good chance but you know, she's got to make sure that she's a lot more focused on defense this time around. Um, careful about how she makes an entry against Grasso. Those power shots, they can be effective. And that's the thing, like, Aaron got hit by pure power punches by Tyler, you know, raw power that she could see coming. But remember, the ones that you don't see, they hurt. And Grasso, she can set up beautiful boxing punches that land precisely, okay? She can land precise punches from angles that Aaron might not be used to. And those are the ones that will put you down or put you out, okay? So I think Aaron, making sure she's watching that, watching watch them heavy hands of Grasso. Grasso got them big hands, you know, got to make sure she's on point watching them hands at all, all times, making sure her takedown defense is we're not taking that where boxing defense is on point. You know, um, Aaron just got to make sure that she's ready to fight Grasso, not 
technically strike with her, um, not even spend too much time cage wrestling. But cage wrestling might work because you could smother Grasso. But getting the fight to the ground and ending it early, you know, that's important. You know, Aaron has the fight in a dominant way of trying to finish Grasso because she won't be able to box with it. No, not at all easy. She won't be able to outbox. Her. No, that ain't even, that's not even in my, my vocab. Aaron outboxing. <laughs> Aaron outboxing Grasso, not even in my vocab. She can outfight Grasso, I believe. She can out out grapple her probably but even then you know Grasso's getting stronger you know she's been working she's been getting it getting on point with it so i think that um Grasso's gonna bring a problem you know to aaron but i believe aaron has the iq to shut certain things down how she shuts the boxing down would be another smother attack and better takedowns and mauling Grasso. That's the thing I like about these fights. You know, they're not going to be easy. They're not going to be easy to call, man. Gene Taylor Wilson, said, I'm swimming in the pool of Grasso fans on this channel. Only me and Kyle. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, hang, hang around. James Perez might come in, Gene, because he's all Valentina. He's all Valentina. But, no, that's what it is, though, man. You know, Grasso is not guaranteed to hold this belt. She's come a long way, and I give her plenty of props for that and she proved me wrong hella wrong because she got the belt before any of my other girls got it but she's 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 in a pool of sharks she's in a pool of well-rounded sharks easy said oh man grass coach come on now you said that yesterday that's all i could say come on now coach he said that monday i was like come on now he said grasso aminone no no neither one juicy Nobody juicing. I mean, if that's the case, I'm just saying because, you know, Aaron, not Aaron, but Grasso, you know, she took some bombs. Now, she she reacted to some of these, these Valentina bombs. But the thing is, you know, Valentina was not in her full-on stance. You know, she's landing on the back foot. So, and at times, you know, Grasso was coming forward and trying to partially block these shots. Like, no, nah, you know, Grasso not juicing. I don't think any of them are. No, nah, not at all. But um, yeah, Aaron's gonna be a problem. I think Aaron would be a problem style-wise for Grasso. Um, so like Valentina said, if she gets it, you could see Aaron raising her hand, being that youngest champion. And Dana, he might make that happen because he might want to push that. You know, he might want to push that. Yeah, Zaman, I mean, I think we all know the story, but there's a better way of saying it. I mean, I think, we, come on now, you, you state the obvious sometimes. But in my opinion, I don't think any of them are, okay? There's a lot of people getting busted, let's put it that way. But until somebody's getting popped in the top that we're talking about, then no, it's not. NYC loaner salutations. What's going on? But yeah, I think if the Aaron fight is to be made against Grasso, I think Grasso's got a chance. She's just got to make it happen. She's just got to make it happen. Aaron's got to make it happen. She's got to make that next level happen. I, I got, you know, I got confidence in Aaron when it comes to like improving. She improves in every fight and she always finds ways to win. 
But girls with footwork and striking ability, you know, that's oof, if they if they don't fall for, yeah, okie doke, man. They you know they can give her a hard night. I think Manon and Grass were tough fights for uh, Blanchfield. I do. Even Valentina, yeah, yeah, even Valentina would be. But at some point, I think where Valentina doesn't move as much as Manon, I think that style would kind of play in, and Aaron could uh, actually win against Valentina. Yeah, I think so. Because I saw her taking the belt. But yeah, I think Manon fits in the mix too. You know, I've already said that, talked my piece on that. I think it comes down to either one of them. I know EZ said that they should fight. Maybe they should, but I just hope they don't. I just hope they don't um, get injured or get worn out because that'll be the seventh fight. You know, that'll be the seventh fight in UFC. So, yeah. Coach Greg, what's up? He said, I think Lupi can become champion right now. Zong is a clinch takedown wrestler, and Lupi is a double-legger. It's easier to complete a double-leg than it is a clinch takedown. So I see Lupi winning that one. Uh, right now, pure wrestling, I mean, I would still favor Whaley a little bit just because, you know, even like her movement and her five-round experience. I would have to wait till she gets to a certain point. Like if she gets in the top five, she's got to show like that same type of growth we seen Wei Lee make when she was fighting Danielle Taylor and Tisha Torres, you know, making them little changes along the way. But um right now, you know, Zach Zong Wei Lee's that five round fighter that can that can adjust and um speed too you know makes better choices you know makes better choices off what i've seen right now but i don't think she could right now river at what's going on he said i love your youtube channel thanks man he's i really respect way lee but her style should lose to any wrestler i i think she would move i think way lee would lose more to slick movers right now like slick movers that don't engage i think if she fights like a wrestler she has more chances to to showcase her power and even her elbows on the inside you know and even some knees in a clinch but when you're a mover you don't really give her anything to take down and if she comes in with her hands maybe down i think she could get hurt uh easy said i think i don't think the no matches up well with valentina technically my Muay Thai usually beats that standard kickboxing style. Yeah, Muay Thai is a little bit more durable. You know, they're a little bit more, um, their their offense a little bit more authoritative. If you like to say, you know, it's like heavy. It's heavy against yeah kickboxers. But I think with certain certain changes Manon can make, even working with her southpaw style, I think she have a chance. And even, you know, going into the clinch, maybe seeing how strong she could be at that point and, you know, putting that pressure on, I think that would be a good, good fight. But anyway, the, at the at the top, they can't, can't a bad fight be made at this point. Can't be a bad fight made. Can't be a bad fight made. Mr. Only, what's up? He's a Valentina, still a legendary fighter, the best to ever do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, yeah, Whaley would be um, loopy right now, I think so. Styles make fights. If Esparza was prepared, she beats Zong Wei Li. That's nothing against Zong and style. It makes rock, paper, scissor. 
shoot, you tell other people that. I told people Carla had a chance. I still pick Wade Lee, but I told people Carla had a chance regardless, and you get chewed up for that. Like the counter fighter beats the aggressive fighter, aggressive fighter beats the ring general. Uh, Gabby said, do you think Yan Zhanan stands up, stand up, can provide problems to Zhang Wei Li? I think her footwork can be some problems. I think any fight, all it takes is one punch, but it has to be a nice, it, it has to be nice movement. You know, it's got to be nice, fluid movement. Takedown defense has to be on point, but there's power in that right hand. You said um, Manoa is always a bad matchup for Rose. Hmm. Always a bad matchup. Always a bad matchup. I would pick Manoa to win majority of the times, but if she had filled out, maybe it would have been competitive. Maybe it would have, but for the most part, um, yeah, yeah. FC said, do you think that Whaley has less chance to become double champion 125 she faces a mover like Grass or Valentina than Aaron? Um, if she faces Grass or Valentina, yeah. Yeah. I think it would be hard for her to become a double champion. Yeah. Even 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 Aaron might give her troubles. Even Aaron might give her problems, man. Even Aaron. Even Aaron, man. I appreciate that, Gene. He said, love the channel. Um, Man, yeah, any of those girls at the top would be problems for anybody. That's why I say, like, if a Rose moves up or Wei Lee moves up, these four girls right here and throw in Tyler, these are going to be some problems. These are going to be some problems. If Wei Lee come up to 125, they're all going to be some problems. One might be too strong, too big. One just be a better striker, too much experience at 125. Carla said, uh, Zama said Carla would make Shevchenko look bad. But you at 150, man, stop it. <laughs> man, get out of here. I knew that was coming. I knew something like that was coming. He said Valentino will look bad from Carla. Oh my goodness. If she did that, then I definitely have to give Yoana the crown then, because you know Yoana destroyed her. But um, yeah, yeah, we talked about a lot of this stuff. I, I wanted to talk about as far as matchmaking, but we got a weekend of fights coming. You know, not really like major fights. That's why I didn't really spend too much, you know, time. I spent more time talking about that. But these these are okay fights. I mean, they're okay. It'll keep us entertained, right? keep us entertained um let's see mr only said carla would make grasso look bad already made look grasso oh yeah i mean i watched that fight and i was i think i was in a bar watching that fight that night and i was like come on grasso you had carla hurt and you didn't finish her. about had her an arm bar too and i was like you ain't finishing oh yeah so this weekend, WMMA, let's see, we got these three fights coming up. We got Mizuki Inoue coming back against Hannah Goldie. I know y'all missed Inoue, right? Mizuki Inoue. I know y'all missed her. She's been gone, like, what, three years? 
yeah, her last fight was against Amanda Lemos in 2020. That was a long time ago. He was like, yeah, she's been gone for three years, battling injuries. Um, back against Hannah Goldie at 115. I thought Hannah Goldie got cut, you know, after getting knocked out a year ago against Molly McCann, but she's back. Um, not much to say about this one, of course. You know, I don't know where in a way is that as far as mentally and how much she's improved, but it's a fight to check out. Um, Hannah Goldie's like, what? She's still a young fighter. Well, she's 31. And she's, uh, oh man, Ooh, she's one in three in the UFC. So I think we can safely say that this might be her, her, her chopping block fight, right? Paul said, ever watch Grasso uh, Mizzou? Yeah, I did. I, I watched. That's a good fight. That was a good fight. It's been about two years. It's It's been about two years. But yeah, I remember I watched that fight again not too long ago. Yeah, that was Invicta EZ. It was Invicta. Yeah, that was a good fight, Paul. Because <laughs> I think I watched it when I was preparing for when she was going to fight either R. Rujo or jojo and i was just going back and watching some grassroots fights yeah but um in a way man i think you know she's she showed some good skills against amanda lemos when they fought you know she took him amanda lemos punch you know she has some good clinch game you know she has the speed you know i think that her movement and her striking are a little bit better a little bit better than um well, I say they are better than Hannah Goldie. I think Hannah Goldie's more physical type. You know, she'll try to brawl a little bit and throw hands. But I think, you know, in a way, hopefully, you know, if everything is sharp with it, you know, we'll see that, that striking that she possesses. Um, yeah, one in three. And we might say she's this could be her way out on, on her way out. Um, in a way, she is yeah, only one in one in the UFC. We didn't really get a chance to see much of her. So I still think she has something to offer. You know, she fought at Invicta for a while, you know, had a good career there. Showcased good stand-up. So I, I favor in a way in this fight. You know, I got her winning. I think she can go in there and and win a decision. As long as she doesn't let Hannah Goldie get too close, get that grappling on her. Um Tamirez Vidal versus Maserat Rendon. This is a uh, Maserat Rendon's uh, debut. Uh, let me see. This is another 135er. Uh, again, you know, still a little early to tell on like who's got this thing on lock. I know Vidal. She's one in seven and one in her last fight. She finished Ramona Pascal with a flying knee. That was her debut. And I seen a few of her fights. That Samurai Fight House uh, fight. What's her name? Fighting Brazil a lot. She fought Eileen Perez. You know, she's a fighter that goes for the finish. I like that. But still need to see a few things, like as far as her defense worked out, you know, her striking, she'll commit to it, but still a lot of openings. Montserrat Rennes, she boxes more. I saw her in that Brittany Cloudy fight. I actually thought Brittany Cloudy won that fight, but um, that gave the edge to Montserrat Rennes, and it's opened the door for her at this point, you know. So with Rennes now, seven and – well, not seven one. That's – Tamiris Vidal. Uh, Maserat Ren is 5-0. and You know, we'll see. You know, she's always open to learn, of course. If you lose this fight, she can still come back from it. 
she's fought for a combat table for. And, you know, yeah, she's more of a pressure fighter. She can bring that boxing style. I see this fight might turn out to be pretty good. I don't, I don't think this, this one's going to be boring. I think the way these two match up, it might be interesting. I kind of lean towards uh, Vidal, though, because she's at, like I said, goes after it. That type of fighter likes to go after it a little bit more. But um, Michelle Waterson running it back with Marina Rodriguez. All right, Marina Rodriguez, Michelle Waterson. I don't think much has changed since the last time they fought to make me give Michelle too much of the edge. I mean the weight, the number of rounds and the weight. Now, last one was at 125, main event. This time is 115 pounds. They both make it straw weight. And it's only a three-round fight. So maybe the pace might change up in this fight a little bit. Maybe you see them go after it a little bit more. Maybe you see Michelle try to get the fight down to the ground a little bit more because that's where she had success in the first fight. You know, I think for Marina, she just has to do more. Of, I think instead of doing more of what she did in the first fight, showcase a couple of new things, you know, like better takedown defense. Don't accept the takedowns. Use her jab more in this fight. Throw more combinations. Like Marina has a good right hand, but sometimes I think she commits too much to a left hook and right. It's, it's single power shots. You know, I want to see her go after, um, you know, more volume in this type of fight. Let, let, let her hands go a little bit more. You know, and try to be a little bit lighter on her feet because that, that, that'll that keep her a little bit more elusive, getting away from the, the takedowns of Waterson. So still stick to her stand-up in this fight, but I think she just has to be a little bit more of a volume hitter, you know, just to kind of start adjusting, you know, start adjusting to some of these other girls that's, that are going to be trying to take her down. Uh, Michelle Waterson, you know, I think uh, she has, what, like an eight-fight contract in the UFC right now? So, you know, she's going to be around for a while. Uh, I think her thing needs to be to push Marina back, you know, set up those those leg kicks head kicks push her back keep her off balance uh use her grappling um do whatever she has to do to get inside the range and make this fight hers you know as far as um just controlling because i don't see her finishing marina at any point on the feet with like her striking but if she's to get it down to the ground who knows but then again you know marina's submission defense is on point a ground defense is on point. It shouldn't be a bad fight, though, but it wasn't really one I asked for, you know, or I know a lot of the fans did, but, you know, Marina's trying to get back into the mix. Says she's still trying to get that title. She's trying to go for that title run, but, you know, it's got to start somewhere. You know, I, don't, I think it all comes down to her making sure that she's on that, um, on that ground more, making the right changes. I mean, for Marina, there's a question to y'all in the chat before I get out of here. What do y'all think Marina needs to really change to be a title contender? You know, I rock with Marina. I like Marina. And she says she wants to be talked about again. And I think in order to do that, she's got to start getting uncomfortable. She's got to start changing her style up a little bit more or adding more to her style, adding more tools to me. Because I was rocking with her, you know, I said, oh, man, this girl finally made it up there. You know, she finally made it up to a certain point, And boom, man, now. This happens. Get matched up with the man in the lamos, you know, 
Then Verna. Certain things got shown that she needs to work on ASAP. All right, Marcus said Marina still needs to work on takedown defense. Yeah, I think at this point, you know, Marina need to work with fighters with great takedown defense, you know, like the like a Ioana. If Ioana's never gonna come back and fight her, her and Ioana need to link up. She needs to work with fighters like Ioana who have great takedown defense, but known has great takedown defense as a striker. That's why she's still putting wins together, you know. Marina need to link up with strikers with great takedown defense. That's what I think she has to do at this point. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I lean towards an inway in this fight, the first fight, and Tamir is Bedal, and I'll go with Marina in this fight. Yeah, I think I will. Uh, Coach Rick said, I truly believe it's cowardice when fighters start to look to film scouts instead of improving and sharpening what they're already good at. Oh, you mean film scouts? What you mean? Like when when people like out there taking other people's styles? I mean, whatever gets you to the top as far as improvements, you know, I like fighters with their own styles that have a plan A and a plan B. But if you never really had a style to begin with, you know, if you never really have like a particular style to begin with, if that's how you feel, I think it's all about exploiting your strengths, you know, your body frame, using your strengths, you know, using how you're built to your advantage. You know, so you could start off as a brawler, you might have to go in there and be more of a you know, a, a wrestler or something. But yeah, those are my picks on this one, y'all. I got to go, though. It's been a fun one. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, Coach Greg in the building. First time I seen you in here, but um, good conversation. We would like to stick around longer, but it's getting late and I'm hungry. Oh, you mean to do film work? Okay, okay. Easy, so you better study other styles because they all have weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, Gabby said, you watch any of the fights on Bellator tomorrow? Oh, yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, just so y'all know, Bellator card starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. That's for me. 11 a.m. Eastern time for me early in the morning. I'll probably run it back. I don't know if I'm going to be watching it that early. You got 21 fights on Bellator 299. Sinead Kavanaugh, Sarah Collins. Sarah Collins is a beast. Then you got... Chiara Pinko versus Mackenzie Stiller. Oh, wow. I did that off of memory. <laughs> I did all of memory. Uh, Bunk said, who, who is, what was the picks? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with NWA in this one. She's been out for three years, but I think she got the skills. Um, Tamira's Vidal, I would give her the edge. And I'm going to go with Marina since, you know, she's already done this before. But, yeah, um, Sarah Collins got a good chance to beat Sinead Kavanaugh if she gets it to the ground, though. For real. And and then you have um, Mackenzie Stiller's looking pretty good, too. You know, Chick Pinko's a pretty good striker. So we'll see how that, that plays out. But, yeah, I'm getting up out of here, y'all. FC said, regards, everyone, thanks so much for your video. Yeah, no problem. Make sure you subscribe. 
And you know, I'll be on these other platforms with the show, iTunes, Spotify. Like, if you don't play it on YouTube, if you're riding in your car, play the show on one of these on, the, on one of these apps too. <laughs> you know, especially if you ain't got YouTube playing. You know, you can't close YouTube and keep playing. Just play it on one of these apps at the bottom. That's where we at. All right, y'all. But make sure y'all subscribe. I'm getting up out of here. Paul said thanks for the content combo. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And I'll catch y'all tomorrow on Fight Night. I'm out. Subscribe. Peace.